It is a podcast about classic science fiction films. I am your host, Donald Faison, and as always, I am joined today by my Becky co-host, with the good hair. Well, I was going to say Zach Braff and Sarah Chalk, but Becky with the good hair will do too. Today's film we are discussing is Toby Hooper's 1985 classic, Life Force. When a space mission involving American and British astronauts encounters an alien craft... This is the research Tommy does. The humanoids <laughs> within are brought aboard the shuttle. Back on Earth, one of the extraterrestrials, who appears to be a gorgeous woman, proceeds to suck the life force out of various Londoners. Um, so, guys, uh, Chris, tell me what you thought of 1985's Life Force. I thought I was Sarah Chalk. Sir, yeah, Sarah Chalk, talk to me about <laughs> 1985's Life Force. I'm not really interested in uh, science fiction. You know what I was... I just star in science fiction TV series called Rick and Morty. Oh. You know what was um, Samson of the Bible's Life Force? His hair? hair. That's a really good transition. Thank you. Okay. I'm going to give it to her. I'm give gonna it give to it me. To her. Give it to I'm me. I'm going to give it to her. She did a good job. That is a segue. That's Thank a, you. It's a good segue as always. No, we are uh, we are not a show about classic science fiction. We are a show. What the hell was that? Got attacked oh, by a nickel. And Dana needs Dana a snack. Dana is riding on the air. What do you want? What do you need? What are you asking What's that? for? Oh. Hey! Are you looking for a pen that you were holding? Yes. Did you just use a pen to segment the? That I, you thought, it was, I thought it was an eraser. Me. I thought it was only an eraser. Just eraser on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> this is a number one pencil before they invented I the swear, other end. This blonde dye is sinking that's, into my skull. That's what the number two means. <laughs> it's got the lead in the pencil. The number one was, well, this is my first invention. We can erase something, but I'm not sure what yet. We need to invent something for it to erase. Oh. You know... Yes, this week's episode <laughs> is about people who are into hair and pubic hair. But what's the show? And body hair. And who are the hosts? You said and we are, we are life force cast. No, we are kink cast and we are podcast about sexual fetishes and alternative sexual lifestyles from a psychological, laid back, and sex positive perspective. I am your host. Wait, what happened to academic? Uh, <laughs> I, I hesitate on whether or not we are or are not academic. Hey, you threw it in there last week, and I really appreciated that academic. because you know, in a sense, the Take way that, that a, the academy is going, um, we're not far from our academic. True. Let's be I'm honest. gonna here. I'm they gonna did say give, uh, the academy it. did give Green Room a best picture. I didn't see it. Green book. Sorry, Green Room would have deserved it. Um, <laughs> the Green Mile. <laughs> racism is bad. Yes, it's yes, great. it is. They also gave. Uh, never mind. What were you gonna say? Come on! No, you started it. I, I watched all the Oscar-nominated shorts, and they gave the uh, best short to the worst one. So. <gasps> Not to the one that you wanted. To the one that I thought was literally the worst one and did not deserve to be nominated whatsoever. We've been over this, and to just condense it down in its simplest form. The Oscars did some racist bullshit. They got called out for it. And now, to make up for it, they're not being honest in any sense. And they're just trying to atone for the past 
through uh, misguided awards. But I, they've they've been doing this for years. Yeah, I saw, the Academy Awards can suck a dick. They're not the they're not the, the king of films. I saw Green Book like five years ago when it was called The Help. Damn, that's, <laughs> that's some real shit right there. But yeah, you know, yeah, I, a lot of times, I, and you can make an entire argument about the subgenre of film that is uh, race apology made by white people for white people. Which is like an entire genre with... Uh, and 20 years ago with Driving Miss Daisy. Driving Miss Daisy, Crash, The Help, The Blind Side Monster, and, uh, <laughs> and now Green Book. Which all these movies were made by white people. And the main character is white. And then the black it's characters... about how great white people are and how they can help out black people. And it's been argued that Django Unchained even counts as one of these movies. To an extent it does. Okay. Because... Django's not the main character. He's just the character that survives. But uh, I digress, and I would like to move us back onto the topic at hand, which is hair fetishism. So today on this episode, we will properly be discussing people who are sexually aroused by touching hair. And uh, that does not necessarily have to include body hair. We will be discussing really two separate fetishes today, which is body hair and head hair. Yeah, yeah, or facial hair. hair. And pubic hair. But, But... Generally, this is a, a discussion on sex and hair. Right. Um, because today's topic, we'll be discussing how there are some people out there who are entirely sexually aroused. Or, uh, what's the term when it's not fetish? When it's like the preferential? Is it, It's a word like that? It's a word like, it's a word like preference. Listen to our first five episodes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it's, it's people who can prefer different forms of hairstyles. Or yeah, the um, texture of hair, or certain kinds of hair, but then also body hair, um, and shapes of body hair, and kinds. Trichopathophilia. Sure, Wait, that sounds like a person with hair who lies. No? Is it? Let's, there's no path in it. Oh, okay. Well, that's what's listed. I'm sorry, I said anything at all. Trichophilia. Yeah. A pathy's like something wrong with you. Like a pathological. That's what the experts are saying here. Uh, let's go around the circle and let's get to know everyone who will be on today's episode. I have a great idea for a game. Okay, tell me. I think we should all go around the circle and say what kind of preferences we have for long hair, medium hair, and then short hair or no hair. What in ha- different places? What kind of hair are we attracted to on a partner? Yeah, that, but like fair. head hair or like. Just generally, if you had a perfect partner, like, what would their hair be like? And also, what stuff do you not care about? Yeah, there like, we go. different people think different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about you start us off? No so- way, Tommy. Do they? Fuck off. <gasps> different strokes for different folks? Different strokes for different folks. <laughs> um, I'm Dana, and um, I have to admit, I'm kind of like, I wasn't really into the hair game, but then, like, the beard game came back pretty strong like the beard trend came in and i'm like oh, i'm all about that like hairy face long hair give me a man bun i'm into that oh, like man bun really yeah i'm okay See, with that the it's man like bun, some people that can pull it off there are some people that cannot pull it off it's, the man bun's one of those strange things where like certain people have like a visceral reaction to it mm-hmm. like my dad's on that list like if he sees a person wearing a man bun it makes him like violently angry i never understood why people hate it so i think much. it's the Man bun is usually associated with another kind of style, and it's not so much I just like the man bun, it's more of I dislike the 
the dirty looking guy, which yeah. is usually associated with the man bun. Man buns don't bother me so much, but yeah. I, I, yeah, you're, okay. you're full. Let me, let me be specific. Them. Maybe like hipster man bun. Like I'm into that. Well That's good. Man bun. Yeah. Well, we yeah. discovered last week you were attracted to dirty fellows. <laughs> what? I'm attracted to dirty people. Yes, dirty fellows like uh, Jason Momoa. Scoundrels. Oh, this is true. This Scoundrels is true. Like mechanics. if you've got a pirate thing going on about you, I'm into yeah. it. Also, chest hair is a plus, and I like some hair down below. Like a lot of, I've noticed a lot of you guys. Just avoided, you saw hair down there, and you just <laughs> took a wide right. I don't, because yeah. what she was avoiding okay. rhyming. Yeah. Oh. I, it just, oh. It I don't think it was a conscious yeah. decision. It seemed like served up to you and you were like, uh, no. Yeah, sorry. No, the, I, I'm I'm a fan of, of gentlemen having the hair down there. Um, maybe not like to the knees, like keep it trim, but like, you know, hair down there is, is I like it. It's a good thing. I feel like too many guys have like, I don't know, Moby, Moby's head. Hanging oh, out between God. their between their legs. Yeah, you know? as we've discussed when watching pornography on this show <laughs> for this show, a perfectly groomed man looks a little bit odd. I mean, I'm sure that, that works for them, or maybe makes them happy, but uh, it just mm-hmm. looks a little striking to me. I heard that that have has like that helps with like the stickiness factor of of balls and things that. sticking to it looks things. Too nubile. But I'm like that would I feel I don't know I don't have those parts, but I'm all for hair in in. Moderation. I get that. In there, yeah. I uh, I'm a horrible horrible sexist. I mean, as a as an open minded and uh, as woman supporting feminist, I, I should be all about the hair, but unfortunately, um, I'm just not. I, I was not raised with that. The media I was exposed to is too deep into my brain for me to pull out those roots. Because I really want to be like I want to be like cool and rugged myself and look kind of homeless and have like. A homeless girl. But hair where? Because I'm thinking you're thinking armpits. I'm thinking everywhere. So oh, like, oh. Girls like, should be shaved bald everywhere. No. So <laughs> He wants a girl with alopecia. I, like, I want to be able to have like a girlfriend who doesn't shave her legs and mm-hmm. kind of like freaks people out with it. <gasps> and it's kind of like, oh, look, I don't shave my legs. I'll be like, yeah, that's really cool. But at the end of the day, that's hardcore. I'm just not attracted to You're hair. just not that hardcore. I'm just not that hardcore. I like <laughs> clean shaven. But I do have exceptions to that, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, um, if a girl has really light arm hair... I think that that's kind of attractive. I don't know if I'm alone in that, but like, you know, especially when they've got like the peach fuzz. So they're, they're oh, like. Oh, you mean like even people shaving or waxing their arms? Yeah. I mean, don't. A lot of women do that. A lot of women shave their arms. Some women don't. Mm. It's oh, very few. Unless it's like very dark hair. Yeah. That's the thing, is some yeah. women have very dark hair. Oh, okay. But sometimes you will find women who have. It's not dark, so it doesn't look like a pizza man. It's, yeah. But it, it's like, it's not so translucent. It's not there either. It's just kind of this like like, like little glisten of like puppy fur. Yeah. And sometimes like, she'll say, don't judge me for using that word. I'll fight you. Um, you want like Robin Williams type no, hair. No, just light hair on the <laughs> arms. And then as Dana was getting back to, because she remembered me saying this on past episodes, I love armpit hair. Okay. I, I think that it's super punk rock. I think it's really attractive. Um, Do you like it when they dye it? Like yeah. When it's like... Oh, oh that grosses me oh, out. Oh, I fucking love it. As I, long as it's not green, I'm cool. Like, like no, I feel like green color. is... It's I, it's, like, if we're talking about, like, a lady I'd be attracted to, I'm imagining, like, she looks a little bit homeless. Like, she just left a punk rock show. Like, she just performed a punk rock show. Yeah. And but probably, she shaves her legs. She, she shaves her legs, though. And she's got a little bit of blood on her shirt. And her hair is, like... <laughs> she just got into a fight. Wet like, and gross. And it's dyed black. 
And she's got fucking shaved, uh, she's got uh, armpits that are just like thick with a little afro. Nice. Uh, okay. Uh, so I prefer women with short hair, like pixie cut. Yeah. yeah. That's. <laughs> but not quite like the, I need to speak with your manager cut. No, I said pixie cut. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Like, yeah, there's a very different shape there. Yeah. That's like a difference That's between like, like Pikachu and Araichu. Like you're yeah. la- you're a lame mom who doesn't get it if you think they're the same thing. Right. Yeah. One of them is the most popular so. Pokemon ever. The other one's the one that people forget about. Yeah. Hey, I like Araichu. I still I think like he should have been a playable character in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. A little a little Pikachu with some fire attacks. It's off 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 topic. But whatever. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Uh, so I don't like completely shaved down there. Like you know, like trimmed trimmed up is fine. Okay. Uh, I don't care one way or the other about like leg mm-hmm. hair, unless oh. it's like extremely dark and like thick, mm-hmm. like a forest. Uh, I do not like uh, armpit hair, foot hair. Ah, okay, but, no armpit hair. Leg hair is okay in moderation. Yeah, and that then uh, uh, Alyssa Milano is the first person I remember having a crush on, and uh, she does have dark hair on her arms. So, I, like, I literally, I like, lower arm hair. Like, slightly dark. Yeah. That doesn't bother you. There are definitely women who wax their arms. <laughs> no one's saying that there aren't. We're just saying no. that there definitely are. But I just got super self-conscious because I'm like, well, oh my gosh, nice it's my bed, but I guess you can't They're really, invisible. Like... You have, you have, you have yeah. almost what I was describing. It's, not, okay. like, it's not like guys which have, like, you know, yeah. forests. Yeah, you, know. you can, like, see it. It stands out like it's pettable. Yeah. Like Robin okay. so, Williams, which yeah. have, like, a second bicep. Yeah, yeah, made of hair. He was wearing a suit. He looked like the guy from, uh, what was that shitty movie? Barbarella. Oh, the guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have thoughts on Barbarella. Well, I think Barbarella, I, 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 so I wanted to start off with a game we usually don't play, but this is actually kind of one of your classic fetishes. I mean, if you study them, they all yeah. go back. But uh, not a lot of fetishes have a deep history in United States culture. And especially United States pop culture, because everything was so heavily censored. Mm-hmm. This is one of the few exceptions. This one kind of goes back and kind of has a history you can trace through the last 300 years. It's it's palpable. It's a fetish that exists. It's a fetish that comes up. Right. Um, and I, I think that while not inherently sexual, there are some details around it. Like a, the bearded woman from as a stereotype from the freak show. Yeah. Um, I was talking about this. Apparently, apparently, I'm crazy for having remembered this book. Do you, you remember a book called Tropic of Capricorn by Henry Miller? Mm-hmm. There's a there's a lot of uh, right reflection on hairy women in that. Yes, and that was written in the twenties. Uh, and then as a, another example, I forgot my third example. Like what? popular references, popular Just culture. This existing in popular culture in some sense. Oh well, it's been. I mean, it's been rampant throughout popular culture for a long time it's been um i mean especially women's bodies i can speak to that have been like manipulated to remove hair unwanted hair to hide hair to dye hair to bleach hair oh, i mean for centuries in- inversion of that i mean oh. the attraction to hairy women but i mean at the same time it's, it's a thing that's come out recently especially with the rise of like um I don't know, kind of alt cultures. Yeah. Um, a lot of, you know, women, especially about, oh gosh, with third wave feminism began to kind of reclaim their body hair and say like, I'm tired of having to pay for products that are extremely expensive to try and make myself more appealing to society by removing my body hair. 
Um, Which so a of lot course of women leads don't do to that the anymore. feminine discussion of there are women who like looking a certain way and sure. they don't want to have that taken away from them. And it comes down to what it always comes down to of different strokes for different folks. Yeah, absolutely. But I digress. Uh, what's, uh, what's a good way to start off today's discussion so that we kind of add a structure to this thing? Um, I think that we should probably just dive right into where is the hair? <clears throat> where well, is the hair? I it's mean, it's on human bodies. Well, but like, we're talking about bestiality. I thought it was out on a bush somewhere. <laughs> you don't mean like people who are sexually attracted to just like the barrels behind a barber shop? No, there are people that are attracted to that. I don't doubt that. I think we should start with the head and work our way down. Okay, so uh, I think that a lot of men, in particular, would have a perspective like Chris had. Yeah, where uh, I-, I think that. A lot of people kind of have like a, a, a sexual angel, which is just kind of like their perfect idea, their perfect set of attributes. Yeah. And a lot of men will have a very particular hairstyle associated with that. And I think women have that to a lesser extent. I'm being very heteronormative here. Maybe I should just remove gender from it entirely. I, know, I get complimented on my hair quite a bit. You do, because you have very a very nice voluminous curly hair that's, you know, like... I don't know. It's That's... voluminous. <laughs> Short people like my hair because they can't see the top. Tall people um, like my hair because they can't see the top. Oh. Well, I, I think it's interesting to talk about hair, especially when it comes down to color. Um, that's something I've actually done quite a bit of research on the difference between um, uh, sexism and, you know, like different... I don't know, gender roles and the expectations for people with different hair colors. Yeah, it's like there was that study done in the 1960s where they took a bunch of kids and they got the they convinced them um, that eye color determined certain personality traits. Yeah. And so it was like a school full of white children and they told the white children that um, brown-eyed kids are second-eyed, uh, second-class citizens. And so, like, by the ending of the school year, like, the brown-eyed kids had worse grades and were, like, mm-hmm. doing poorer um, and of course, that has a lot to do with racism as well. It does, but the, the point is that uh, there, were, there was an all-white control group. It was all white yeah. kids. Oh, but okay. stereotypes do exist around hair color. It's kind of like we discussed height a few uh, weeks ago. Uh-huh. Height is not enough of a pressing, pressing social issue to really conduct discussions on it. But stereotypes and prejudices about height do exist. Yeah. Stereotypes and prejudices about hair do exist. Oh, definitely. But they're even lesser. Than, uh, than situations involving um, eye color. Well, I mean, height. I think it depends. It is a very gendered thing where it's like, it, society sees it as like perfectly normal for a, uh, a female, oh, that's very clinical, uh, a woman or a girl to uh, change her hair and have odd hair color. Uh, whereas like if a guy wants to like change his hair color or have a strange hair color, it's like, oh, that dude, like it's a lot easier to hear for attention like even though it's like oh he's got purple hair she's got purple hair but that's just because you know she's wacky and punk and it's because he's he's a weirdo but you know it goes even beyond uh dyeing odd colors like purple or green i think that if if a woman showed up to work and had a very conservative workplace and she had changed from blonde to red People would compliment it and move on with their day. If I Ooh, showed up to work... she's fiery. Yeah. If I showed up to work with blonde hair, it would get a lot more... Uh, it would be considered uh, very emasculine. It's, there's also the stereotype, somewhat true stereotype, that uh, women put a lot more effort into their hair. Yeah. And so... And money. Like, and money, and kind of expect, you know, it to be no... 
it to be noticed. And there's a there's a racial element too. Diff- mm-hmm. uh, different ethnicities are going to have different hair. It's there's a strong racial element to it. I mean, hair, having the hair is very important to some cultures. I mean, and you you just look at how like uh, I, I've got a friend with dreads who has faced just ludicrous discrimination for wanting to have dreads, and I mean that is not very different from like a white dude who wants to have a ponytail and like. Uh, I, I digress. I digress. We're getting, we're getting off the, off the topic of sexuality. That's your catchphrase. Uh, well, and it's interesting to think what, about it because things to, to dread. To, no, to, I digress. I digress. I do digress. <laughs> I always digress. Digressing is all I do. So it's interesting to think about this, especially when it comes to gentlemen. I mean, the sexuality of a you know man with full voluminous hair and stuff like that versus someone who is balding or has a receding hairline or all of these things are kind of like that a lot of that has to do with their overall appearance and sexual prowess right like that's kind of a thing that exists um the same with same with a lot of different girls there are people that have um really long hair. There are people that prefer short hair. Um, but there's also blondes. There are like a whole bunch of different like notions about sexuality and blondes. Um, especially redheads. redheads I mean, yeah. let's not forget the Lindsay Lohan fire crotch kind of situation that happened years and years ago whenever she was like getting in and out of a taxi and it's like, I oh mean, no. I pixie cut redhead is like my dream. <laughs> oh yeah. Everyone's got their angel. Um, there's Auburn and then of course black hair. So you're thinking like, okay, Betty and Veronica, yeah. what kind of, what kind of personalities do we associate with those kind of hair colors? And that's literally all that it is, is like, okay, blondes are going to have more fun. You know, people with darker hair are going to be more serious. They're going to be more scholarly. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's, if you also apply that to males, usually men with blonde hair are seen as less mas- masculine. Yeah. And same thing with a red haired men they're yeah. seen as like lesser where the dark hair is like what you look for like tall dark yeah and handsome. tall dark and, and handsome I, I don't mean whereas keep... for women it is just like okay well blondes are more fun but a little bit more ditzy and yeah. it's like they're not really looked down upon as much as like oh that dude's got blonde hair yeah he's a pussy but i, I stand by that hair color is one of those things where very few people are taking these things seriously they're almost like right. they're as outdated as like phrenology right there are very few people out there who are genuinely looking at a redhead and saying, oh, she's crazy, and they're not saying it as a joke referencing, like, a, a, a fable in society. I think it has a lot to do with sex, though. Right. Like, if somebody sees a redhead, they're going to think, oh, my gosh, she must be amazing in the sack. Well, because it's, it's just brilliant colors. We're attracted to the color red. I, I don't mean to keep But bringing... also a stereotype. Yeah, most definitely. And I actually wanted to bring this back to race one more time, and I don't yeah. mean to keep harping no, on no. it. Just uh, hair is so important to the black community because it is so different. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to say that the idea that hair colors associate personality is kind of a Caucasian thing. Um, specifically because Caucasians usually have the most diversity in hair color. And hair style is usually yeah. going to have more say about per, uh personality stereotypes in the African-American community. I mean, they had a... Was it last year? Supposedly, like, one of the best movies of the year was just a movie called Good Hair. Yeah. And it just talks about African-American hairstyles. Um, But that would get into a whole another thing. Yeah, but I mean, I'm sure that relates to to sexuality as well. I mean, the way we wear our hair and the hair that we have says a lot about both our heritage and our personality. And your health. And your health. And I mean, Mm -hmm. you mentioned balding earlier. Yeah. And, like, I mean... Going bald or having like a bald spot destroys entire people's lives. Yeah, and like we just kind of like use that as like a punchline about like ha ha he's ugly, uh, but like 
destroys people. 100% destroys people, especially women who have to deal with, deal with hair loss. Yeah. It's so incredibly traumatizing. Yeah. But our, our hair is very much like uh, there's those birds that they dress up their nests to like attract a mate. And it's literally <laughs> our hair. Do those kind of dances and again. Our I mean, hair that's is, what peacock is. Yeah. Peacocking. But I mean, our hair is our nest. Like the head hair has such a strong sexual connotation because it is, it is what. Like, is that last detail of this is how I'm going to attract other people mm-hmm. is with this hat or with my hair like this. If I'm a curly-headed person, I'm going to straighten it. Yeah. I'm going to get a new hair color. There's that old stereotype of a, of a woman dyeing her hair a new color, and now she has a new personality. Right. Well, well even Lady Gaga has a, has a song about her hair and how her parents used to cut her hair. And then, like, whenever she was older, she was like, I'm going to do whatever I want with my hair because it's my form of self-expression. And that's one thing that I think a lot of people are kind of engaging with now is that they're using the hair on their head to kind of, and well, in other places, I guess, too, to really Less showcase their expression, yeah. um, to wear a to wear a mohawk is a statement. To wear blonde hair whenever you're you know a dark headed person naturally is a statement, um, and it's a form of self expression. But uh, uh, what Tommy was saying about you know people or men going bald, like sixty five percent of men do go bald by yeah. the age thirty five. Uh, Especially the Menendez brothers who went started going bald in high school. Isn't that something? But uh, it goes back to like I mean people. Men for years have been trying to stop from going bald, mm-hmm. and almost none of them actually, none of the solutions actually work unless you're going to do like surgery. But like, it goes back to the Bible, like mm-hmm. you brought up earlier with Samson. Yeah. He was the most masculine dude. He was a like literal superhero because of his hair. And then uh, he bangs some Philistine, literally. <laughs> 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 and uh, And she cuts off his hair in his sleep. And then blinds him and makes him fuck a bunch of women so that they can have uh, strong children. Yeah. but That's you, my favorite part of the Bible. But he's got no strength because he lost his hair. But his children will be super strong. Right. But, but uh, it, his whole hair and his whole masculinity, or his whole masculinity was tied to his hair and he lost his hair and then, you know, became super weak. Because yeah. Dana mentioned earlier um, health, but it's also a huge reflection of age. Yes. And, uh, and, and hair Virility. Is, is a huge, <laughs> huge statement of... Being at a virile age, uh, probably between if it's fashionable, probably means you're above like teenage, mm-hmm. and if it's still like full and voluminous and colorful, then you are still like below young. You're, you're a still beautiful below... peacock. What, what, what's the word? What's the word? Voluminous. We, we learned it on this show. Crone. You're beneath crone status. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and that's one thing. I mentioned, like, how a lot of women spend a lot of money on their hair. A lot of women do spend a lot of money on their on their hair very starting very early. Men later on actually end up spending a lot of money. Rather, they're, whether if they're trying to, like, restore their hair or if they dye it. Like, a lot of men have turned to, like, dyeing their, their hair or, you know, going in for, like, a salt and peppering of their hair or something or like that. Or getting that little spray can and just spraying your bald <laughs> head and thinking it looks fine. Yeah, or, but a lot of people, a lot of guys do that now, and that's hey, a thing that's becoming more it acceptable. Sometimes does look okay. If you're in the very early stages of balding, you can use the spray cans and no one can tell. Well, if you're very early on. But that's what they use, that's that's what it's meant to be used, is when it just darkens the on. scalp yeah. so that you mm-hmm. can't see through the hair. Not when you're bald. <laughs> as a, as <laughs> a young man with a very bad bald spot, I can assure you, the spray works. <laughs> it will work for about three more years. In about three years is when I'm going to have to come to a rough decision. Why don't you decision. just go now? No. Just get a cul-de-sac. No. Because when I wear the spray, you guys can't tell. Become no. a monk. 
No, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm going to go for as long as I can, and then I'm going to Bruce Willis it. So let me give you a really fantastic example that I thought of, of how we can judge really sexy hair from, like, not sexy hair. And that is one of your favorite people in the whole wide world, Jack Daddy Nicholson. Trump. Oh, God. Oh. I thought, we judge I thought him it was, on his hair, right? We yeah, do. We judge him on I his I thought hair. it was going to be me on one spectrum and Tommy on the other. Sorry, Tommy. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Are you poking it because I'm sensitive or because it's that bad? No, he's no. still upset about your dad bod. Oh, that whole thing. No. Uh, it's just so bogus. Actually, I, I, I mentioned Jack Nicholson offhand. If you actually yeah. do want to have a good comparison AB of, uh, of like aging gracefully, because yeah. if we talk about it being a sign of... Uh, of virility as well as youth, but you can age into like there. And I, I have to stand by this a lot. You can be semi balding and still be handsome. It doesn't mean you have to be fucking hideous. Like I look at Jack Nicholson as an example of that. He's but been semi balding. He's been since... semi balding as a, since he was a young man. Yeah. And he looks, pro- he makes it look collegiate and professorial. Um, and then you look at the opposite of that spectrum, which is our good old daddy Trump, um, which we try not to Trump bash too much on this show, but what a weird looking motherfucker. Um, <laughs> and, and, but he, he's very indicative of that. Like it's, it's very artificial. It's dyed. He's taken a million medicines and he's creams. Had, he's allegedly had a lot of surgery, like Ooh. back in the days where you would literally just scalp yourself and then drag the scalp forward. Oh God. It only takes one gust of wind and he genuinely looks fucking like a storm cloud. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's important to keep in mind that while we have these stereotypes, hair is deeply personal to us, as you know, we've just been discussing it as our own personal level this whole time. Um, but a big part of sexuality is how others go. see our hair. Nice old man hair. He doesn't that's... look real. He looks photoshopped. Who is that? I don't know. Hot old man hair. But that's that's more like, <laughs> that's just receding hairline. I'm... It's not receding at all. It recede, yeah, his hair was definitely receding. Oh, just a little bit, I guess. Well, they, I look know. at his, look how big his forehead is. I mean, maybe he just has a giant forehead, Chris. Maybe Some people have a giant forehead. It's like Santa Claus. Those guys always freak me the fuck out. Dane has a picture up of like a nineteen like twenties totally hipster dressed dude, but he's prohibition style a prohibition style guy, but he's actually like born in that era. That looks like a former manager of ours, except oh, gone wide. That yeah. yeah, the audience will love that joke. Um, <laughs> it's not for the joke. It's not for the audience. Um, no, the point is is that we have our own expectations built up into our hair that we're trying to present to the world. And unfortunately, they do not always translate, which is yeah. why, you know, you have no control over the way other people see your hair, which can be frustrating. Right. Especially, I, I mentioned earlier, being a redhead. And, like, I imagine that it would be frustrating if you were a redhead and you just wanted to be a redhead because you liked being a redhead and you thought being a redhead was cute. And then all of a sudden, some drunk asshole at a bar thinks that you're some kind of, like, nymphomaniac because you have red hair. Right. I'm sure it sucks that if everyone in your family has dreadlocks and you have dreadlocks and you go to apply for a job and the guy there says, no, you can't wait tables, you have to wash dishes because your dreadlocks make me uncomfortable, that sucks. Yeah. Um... I so, could go on, but you get the point. I think this brings up a really good point in a transition into the last thing I wanted to discuss regarding head hair, as long as that's okay with you well, guys. Then we got to get to beards. I, yeah, we're getting there. I just there. want to point out real quick, I do think head hair is basically like peacocking, where yeah. it is presenting yourself to the opposite sex in as bold a way as possible for a lot of people. Yeah. I agree with this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that brings up the big issue of... Or gray, same sex. Of gray or white hair. 
Yeah. Gray or white hair. Is gray hair sexy? Is it not sexy? Is there a reasonable age whenever somebody should probably go ahead and let the gray happen? I mean, it's super in style now for girls to dye their hair uh, gray. Mm -hmm. And uh, I like it it a lot. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I've never been bothered by by gray hair. And honestly, like, uh, especially if a person is like kept... Sorry. If a person has taken good care of their skin... Mm-hmm. Um, and they have like gray or graying or white hair and kind of look nice. And I mean, to speak to, to speak personally, if I could choose between like having like full Chris hair and it was going white early, I would choose that a thousand times. Yeah. Again, you could dye it too. It's, yeah. it's an easier fix. But, uh, I, I think I've heard this on other podcasts cause I listen to a, a lot and it's all schlubby comedian type men and all of them are fat and balding and older. <laughs> and I think it, it goes back to the Trump thing as well is trying to hide uh, issues with your hair can sometimes mm-hmm. make it look much, much worse. Sometimes it's better to just take your hair's fault and uh, and rock it. It's uh, <laughs> like you said Bruce Willis in it. Bruce Willis was, like, not bald for, like, two years of his career. Yeah. Yeah, and then just got rid of the hair. Vin Diesel. Yeah. We've seen him in one movie with hair, and what that was terrifying. He was an attorney in some movie a long time uh, ago, right after Fast and the Furious. I think, uh, and it was like, Iron Giant. Oh, he had hair in Iron Giant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> he didn't look right with hair. No. So some people actually well, probably like, really fake hair at that point because he was bald for the first Fast and Furious. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was like literally like they just, you know, had to glue it on. I don't know. I mean, wigs exist. We could yeah. have an entire discussion on wigs and people who wear wigs to like become different sexual identities. And people I, and that, that sew in hair on their heads ugh. and extensions and things like that. I've actually been on a date with somebody for the very first time one time. I'm going to get into a story because I think that it's relevant and it's kind of creepy, but I Who like to extensions? share it. A guy no. no, 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 no. So I was sitting at this dinner with this guy and the whole time he's got this really strange look at me and I I mean I have a pretty full head of hair but at the very end of the date he goes can I touch your hair is it real and I was like oh this is uncomfortable and I was like yeah it's real you can touch it like it's it's real and I let him touch it and he was like you don't have any extensions in there or anything and I'm like no but it was just so strange he's that a somebody hair, hair vampire I I think maybe he was just really into particular characteristics of hair um, but I thought that, that was kind of strange. Like, how often does that actually happen on a date? I don't feel well, that I think happens much. But we're sticking with that. I, I think that there's definitely people who find hair as as a sexually sexually arousing entirely. Sure. And this is something well, I on the feel of it too. Yeah. That's something we'll get into. Well, and that's one of those things that it's it's not even searched as a fetish. They're just people who enjoy touching hair. Uh-huh. That's encountered a lot, and that's actually one of the unique things that I associate with being a heterosexual female. The characteristic is loving touching a man's hair, yeah, and just running her hands through hair. But there are yeah. men who like it too, and like the smell of hair and the texture of hair and finding that sexually arousing. I, I think there's a lot of people who are very attracted to that, and they're not even conscious of the fact that they're very attracted to it. Yeah, it's kind of ingrained. Yeah. Okay, so that brings us to facial hair. Facial hair. So- Women have mustaches sometimes. And <laughs> I uh, I did not know this. I did. I did not know this, but uh, I thought that all women had the same like little mustache, which was like little parentheses around the mouth, like Fu Manchu. <laughs> different women have different kinds of mustaches. Yeah, uh-huh. and some get hair on the chin. Some women shave every day, especially some, yeah, especially as a result of some birth controls. Yeah, because uh, some birth controls are essentially yeah, yeah, fuck with hormones and they make you uh, grow. Well, and a lot of that has to do with genetics, too. Um, I know a lot of women that really have to spend a lot of time trimming and tweezing their eyebrows 
um, to make sure that there are two. Yeah. <laughs> and I've really never, I don't know, there's some people that just don't have that. You never had to do it, ever. I, uh, I did whenever I was, like, a, a teenager, but yeah. I don't think, I mean, I've, I, I have be, to, like, tint my eyebrows for them to be yeah. seen. I used so. to be paranoid when I was uh, younger uh, that I would have a unibrow. Yeah. I have a monobrow. It's actually pretty bad. And I remember when, like, it first started growing in around the age of 18, I was like, I guess I'm ugly now. And I'll just <laughs> shave it every day. And it takes 10 seconds. Who really gives a yeah. shit? I guess it'll be a problem if I'm ever on a desert island. But it's interesting that that's something that's, like, really important to us, which also, I guess, ties in the nose hair thing and ear hair. That's one thing that'll, like, really turn me off is if well, somebody has, like, a bunch of, like, serious forest coming out of their ears and nose. Because it represents youth. And that's yeah. what's weird thing about beard culture is that, like, it's this collision of looking as sexually attractive as an adult but also looking childish at the same time. Yeah. Because the reason we're attracted to two eyebrows is because there are not a lot of kids with monobrows. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, looks, it looks young. It, yeah. We associate it as something that would be like an 80-year-old has a monobrow. Right. Uh, or which, Frida Kahlo. Yeah. Hey, she looked good. <laughs> she did. Uh, well, it's... Go ahead. So, uh, for beards... Or for uh, beards, men, beards, words are lost. <laughs> You're getting there. Come on. Uh, but beards are uh, tied to the same gene that hair loss is. Yep. So if you can grow a beard, you are much more likely to lose your hair. Really? As a male. Not necessarily true. <laughs> what? what is this? Is this a secret? I'm just, I don't want to talk about it. Because I can both grow a nice beard. Shut up. <laughs> so you hit the jackpot, the genetic jackpot. Yeah, I just got the short. I just got the shortness. <laughs> We got five years left. Leave but the voluminous hair makes up for it at least like an inch and a half. Voluminous. Jack Nicholson Whatever. looked great. Jack Nicholson is very <laughs> handsome. And I, have a good fa- I have a good face shape and good facial hair, and it's not that bad. You've got nice cheekbones. I was hanging out with a very short girl the other day, and she said she hadn't even noticed. I don't know if she was being polite. Noticed just, what? Just don't sit thank down. Thank you, Dana. She hadn't noticed what? Thank you, Dana. <laughs> just don't sit down around her. That's, that's, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Dana. You're very kind. Got a bald spot. Anyway, I've never noticed. No, oh, fuck you, Dana. <laughs> I really fuck you, Dana. Not. I've never noticed. I don't really spend a lot of time looking at the back of your head, though. Fuck like you, I, Dana. I, I look at the front I'm of your head. I'm very sensitive about this. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that bad. It really isn't that. But bad. Uh, yeah, it, it's closely tied together. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's true. There's a lot of men that do go bald that can't grow a beard, and there's a lot of men that can grow a beard and it won't lose their hair ever. But it is it is typically tied together. The like if you grow a beard, you will lose your hair. It's just a two front thing. It shows off how well groomed a man is, and then the point two is that it makes the jaw look more square and larger. Yeah. That's the entire mystery. And they're all people like, "What makes their dick in? look bigger?" I don't believe that. But it, I I know that the reason why I keep a beard is not because it's fashionable. I'm not like an epic bacon beard guy or any bullshit like that. Or like I discovered Reddit and wanted to look like lay philosopher. I grow a beard <laughs> because it makes me look like I have a bigger chin. It's yeah. that simple. And yeah. I think a lot of men are that way. Oh, yeah. I assume someone with a beard's got a pendulum hanging down. Knocking between <laughs> their legs. They're looking for a pit to put it in. I've been that holding sounds... on to that one forever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a pit in the pendulum. You're, you're, oh, you're, oh. Do we have anything to say? Tommy's about... so sad. <laughs> Do we have anything to say for facial hair on women? There's some people yes. who prefer it. Yes. Okay. So, um, a lot of women don't actually start to develop any kind of facial hair, just like guys, until they're in their teens. But or a lot menopause. of. Well, and some, that too. In some circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of whenever that, that, um, estrogen amount, like hormone that's present is kind of lessening and there's more 
more testosterone. That's especially as women get older. They will have to do more to kind of maintain their um, hairless face. Um, but I know that there's a lot of different ways that women do that, whether it's waxing, tweezing, whatever. Shaving. But all, a lot of that is... Um, very much mandated by kind of like, I don't know, gender roles, like assigned generals. Yeah. Yeah. Societal norms. But I mean, there are people who want to live outside of those norms and more power to them. And there are people who sexually are sexually aroused by, uh, the breaking of the social norms. The only real problem there is if, if I had to, if I could stereotype some people real quick, I'm going to guess that the people who identify as female with facial hair are probably not going to get along too well with the people who are sexually attracted to females with facial hair. That makes sense. How do you figure? I when I imagine a, a woman who has a lot of facial hair and is kind of like proud of it, I imagine yeah. her being very uh, like anti patriarchy, all men are scum levels of feminism, like uh, Z wave feminism. Uh, harsh. There are some people that just have lots of facial hair. That's true. Maybe we should just have this removed from the episode so I don't have people throwing eggs at my house. Yeah. Uh, there was a man. Uh... That uh, was married to a rather famous bearded lady back in the day. And upon her death, he searched for another famous bearded lady until he found her and also married her. He would only sleep with bearded women. And that man was... Donald J. Trump. No, that's too low. <laughs> hey, man, orange man do, bad. I was going to do Ulysses or something like that because it's another time period. Uh, that man was P.T. Barnum. There you go. There's your chair. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've looked up uh, for this week. I looked up mustached women. Yeah. And I found a website where this dude puts uh, mustaches on two famous women. And oh, I couldn't yeah. quite tell if it was comedy or porn. It kind of rode the line between those two. But I will say, Taylor Swift looks really good with like a little John Cleese mustache. I think I've seen that website before. Yeah. Taylor Swift has a cute little mustache. It, it's not just like a cartoon mustache. He like... He photoshops he it. He photoshops it so it looks real. And also, wow, like, I think he takes amazing. into account like the shape of their like... Because you, you can tell, if you look really closely at someone's upper lip, you can kind of tell where hair would grow if they're clean shaven. Yeah. So like... It, different people would have different hair stylings, and you can also tell that based off of their genetics and body hair. I really yeah. hope I would have like a walrus mustache. Like, give me yeah. like Jamie proud. Kennedy. Proud. I think right. uh, I think DC should have hired her, him for the uh, Superman mustache. Whoa! Chris has got DC Refer- jokes. Reference from six months ago. <laughs> Welcome to Nerdville podcast. Okay, so oh, does that bring us down to the armpits? Oh uh, well, shoulders and back get pretty hairy. <gasps> But yeah. those are those are only for the connoisseurs who love really hairy people. Really, really like Robin hairy. Williams, like Robin Williams, who had like tufts of fur on his shoulders and back. Yeah, you know, I'm not even familiar that familiar with like hairy backed women. Uh, I don't I think know. I'm sure they exist, but I would guess that they're probably older. Yeah, yeah I kind of imagine like a well, a swamp hat. Like a uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just up in the meta eggs, I'm getting in my my car. Um... <laughs> Yeah, women get bikini waxes. For the longest time, I didn't understand that hair grew between breasts, but it do. That's not a bikini wax. I thought that's what a bikini wax was. I thought no. a bikini wax was both the upstairs and the downstairs. Nope. It's just the downstairs. No, and actually, so this is something... I still have things to learn. I did not know until just a few years ago, some women actually get really hairy areolas, mm-hmm. which is something that I was not some familiar with at all. Well, of course, I mean... I, a lot of yeah, men do. Yeah, a lot of men do. Well, no, a lot of men will have a hairy chest, and then their areolas are like thicker and longer and grow faster yeah the nipples will sometimes on mm. men grow faster and they'll have more hair on the nipples thicker longer good to know stronger faster 
It's the $6 million dollar nipple. $6 million. So $12 million <laughs> in nipples. Vidal Sassoon nipple hair. You know, okay. if, if the government made a man of machine parts and today, even in 1970s money, it would cost a lot more than $6 million. But I digress. I don't know. $6 million was a lot of fucking money back in the day. Fair. Um, but yeah, so like, I don't know, chest hair is kind of a, an interesting topic, but you know, I don't, I don't really know a whole lot about like what women do besides bleaching and waxing anything between Women do their grow breasts. hair between their breasts, correct? Yeah, okay. yeah. But I mean, it's probably a very small number. It's and like if peach fuzz for the most part. Yeah. yeah, for most women it is, but some people do have darker hair in between, you know, their breasts or whatever. Um, and so they'll probably bleach it or wax it. I'm I'm not super familiar with, with what some of those tactics are, but I know that that's one thing. And I've also seen some very hairy nipples on a woman before and I was like what do you do about that and she's like I just shave them so I don't know just wax them like 40 year old virgin around the nipples I would I don't know Steve Carell yeah well that's Steve Carell and that was a movie uh, movie magic no they legitimately did it yeah that's actually (gasps) real did they really yeah Yeah, like his reaction his reaction was his actual reaction oh that hurts okay well I don't know that would be really painful and I think that would really hurt and I'm sorry to anyone sure that has to. You can also to do it. electrolysis and you know Nair. other things. I've done that. There's other things. I just can't find. There's a right the rare hair on Vietnamese, a nice. uh, the rare Vietnamese barber snake, which is known to have venom that makes hair fall out in the affected area. Really? No, no, not at all. <laughs> what, what, um, kind of, what kind of what kind of Thermolysis. Steve Irwin bullshit is this? I mean, he didn't make anything up. He was a beautiful man and a true true father figure. Yeah. But I, uh, there's a very large divide, I think, between women who prefer men that are uh, hairy, void of hair, and then men who are hairy. And that, like, back in the seventies and eighties, and yeah, seventies and eighties, it was like Mainstream. super in style. Like, if I was gonna hook up with a dude, I'd want to be a hairy dude. Give it a rug. But then, like, like, it needs to be a rug on a man. I think with, like, the <laughs> the rise of the boy bands yeah. in the 90s, which you can argue there were boy bands before that, but they became, like, super popular in the 90s. That uh, After hair metal? Yeah. Okay. Well, hair metal was up top. Those were pretty shaven boys. Yeah. I'm joking. I, the movement, those, I was talking about the And movement. hair metal was intentionally feminine. They were trying right. to look feminine to be counterculture. Yeah. But uh, I, it, it wasn't the decline for quite some time, and I think it's making a comeback again with like the whole hipster kind of, uh, well, hi- hairy, hairy head, yeah. hairy lumberjack. Beard. I stand by the idea that like, as far as like fashion and sexuality are concerned, things don't really exist as being in or out anymore, just because mm-hmm. we've been so stratified into different groups of, in our society. There's less of a mainstream and, like, counter-street. You still yeah. do have a mainstream well, idea, but Also, it's... the rise of home video. Yeah. Like, it, back, you know, in the 70s and 80s, before VHS was it, prominent, it was, you watched what was in the movie theater, or you watched what was on TV. Which was curated, yeah, heavily. Yeah, and that's it. And, you know... In the 90s, VHS started going up, and uh, then 2000s DVDs became so prominent that, like, the whole well, store the amount of shit on. that you could choose. In the 70s, there was five channels and two movies in the yeah. theater. And, and then... Well, so then it became like, oh, I can watch all of these movies from the 80s, so your, your culture wasn't affected by what was on TV yeah. or what was in the theaters, because you could watch literally anything from any era. And so now it's less about what's in and what's out and more about personal taste. 
Um, belly hair. One of the things that I think is pretty interesting is uh, I feel like as far as like my own self-esteem is concerned, I would be more comfortable having a pot belly if it was really hairy. But having like a hairless stomach that's also kind of chunk is just disgusting to me. Wait, are you talking about like full hairy stomach or like just the little yeah, trail that goes trail. down to the pubic area? Like I, my little trail is, is not <laughs> impressive. It's oh. like a, it's like a, if you've ever been like on a nature trail in Texas and you find one that's like just dead grass and like a, a, a cactus with a dead armadillo in it. I don't think I've ever seen a, like a, a chubby dude without hair on his stomach. I mean, no, I've got I have, hair. I definitely have. I've got hair. It's just not, it's not like what I, I imagine like a nice belly. It's like, it's like the big. Like eight lane highway of Pre- hair. Preston yeah. Lacey from the Jackass movies, the big fat guy. Yeah, he he didn't have hair on. You don't think there look. should be like a break between like okay, like a bib, like a long bib of hair, and then like a break, and then the pubic hair. No, you want to be the opposite of Sonic the Hedgehog, who is oh. all hair and then has a weird little tan belly. You want it? Um, you want hair straight down from like the chest all the way hair. down. Just a perfect just... oval of hair. <laughs> <on the> <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's what you want it to have. Interesting. So is this like a pretty... I feel like that's normal. Is that a pretty standard male, like, thing? Well, to I also... To have belly hair? No, 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 no. To want to have hair that goes all the way from, like, the chest area all the way down to the I pubic hair. I have no hair. idea. I've never really given much thought to my chest hair. I think that... Your belly hair, more specifically. Either. I've never given much thought to either. <laughs> I think a lot of men are a lot more concerned with their body hair than they'd think. I mean, maybe yeah. maybe Chris is more common and maybe I'm more uncommon. I just don't know. No, I'm, I'm really curious. I, I, no, think, I have a friend that narrated his entire body. But like, really? <laughs> is he a swimmer? No. Oh. I mean, but people have concerns. You meet men and, oh God, I remember when I was first going through puberty, I uh, started getting body hair and I was super freaked out by it. And so I once offhandedly asked if I could shave. And I was like, is that a thing I can do? And my sister told me that uh, because I wanted to shave it, I was gay. And I was really freaked out by that because that was oh, like the 90s. that was like strike four or five for me of like being gay. And so yeah. my sister kept like were trying to convince me like, hey, Tommy, because of this X, Y, Z, you don't like sports. You uh, want to shave your body hair. And because you didn't like this picture of Angelina Jolie, you're gay. <laughs> I'm like, but I don't want to be gay. I want to like girls. I'm like, no, you're gay. Did, you, so, did like, they make you put your hands up and be like, well, your index finger is shorter than your ring finger. That means you're gay. No, see, because that would have been arbitrary. It was all things that I wanted to do or feel. No, that, that's supposed to be like a genetic tie. Like, you have a card with six punches. Once you punch the sixth one, you're just, you're gay. Sorry. Did you, like, did you remember yeah, that? Up to that point, I had no thoughts towards guys. And then, boom, it happened. <laughs> when they convince Riley that he's gay in the boondocks, and he starts crying, and he comes out to his grandfather, even though he's not gay, he doesn't want to be gay, but he's been convinced that he is because one of his favorite musicians comes out. Oh, that sucks. I'm sorry that that happened oh, to you, because a, we have so many of those stereotypes, about right? About hair. Yeah. And, and they are, and so much of our gender is tied yeah. into hair. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, there's, I mean, there's been a huge stereotype for years that if guys take any sort of care of their appearance whatsoever, then they're less masculine. Oh, and right. how about the stereotype that a woman with any, like, an even an ounce of body hair is a lesbian? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, or I, men that shave their armpits. I've, know, I've known a few guys that do actually prefer to shave their armpits. Really? Or trim them, at least keep them short. And that was rashed. a thing in high school. And they were like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't do that because it makes you gay. But that was, like, back into the early 2000s. Like, well, so people even, were stupid and ignorant they, then. They even played on it in the second season of Stranger Things where Steve was like 
this is how you take care of your hair. Don't tell anybody because it would make him less masculine. If yeah. anyone knew, like, oh, the big tough jock dude who plays basketball and is the best at getting laid, uh, if he took care of his hair, well, I mean, something must be wrong with him, right? Right. If you use anything other than a shampoo, conditioner combined in one bottle, yeah, and you're if no it, longer a well, man. It's if it's a... not normally used on dogs or horses... You're not a man. Oh, really? <laughs> but they, uh, there's a mystique to it, and that's where the idea of feminine mystique comes from, and the idea that like masculine mystique doesn't even exist is because for years, our weird, prude society thought it was indecent to discuss these things. Right, yeah. Because you just are supposed to come out of the womb and be as pretty as you're supposed to be, and you're not supposed to use anything to look better. And that's one of the things that, as much as culture doesn't usually move in a more positive light, it's one of the things that I've seen in my lifetime that I think is really nice, is... Why do we have these stupid curtains of people don't know how to make themselves look better? Or there's something wrong with wanting to look better or look different. Yeah. And I think it speaks more, even more indicative of, uh, of the trans movement. Of just trying to tell people, like, no, you can't shave that. That's, yeah. that's weird. That, that, that's gay. That determines a huge part of your personality. What you want to shave, what you want to put on, what you want to alter. It becomes a different conversation when you start talking about hormones and things that go on the inside of the body. Right. And that's a conversation I'd love to have on this show sometime. It also, like... You start realizing, like, when people come out, and like Steve did in that show, like, the people who look, quote, effortlessly good put so much work into it. Yeah. yeah. They just, for men especially, have to, yeah, have to hide it. They're not allowed to be like, oh, no, I put pomade in my hair. I do this. <clears> I do that. I do this. It's like, no, I just woke up and rolled out of bed. I look like a uh, fucking... Chris Pine. I woke up like this. Yeah. Well, then you look at people like uh, like gutter punks, and to my even myself, I'm somewhat guilty of this. And yeah. Like by design, I have a homeless chic look sometimes, especially if like I'm going out to a show. I will specifically make myself look like I just got into like a fight in the rain <laughs> and like wear torn up, beat up clothes. But it's all very purposeful. very James Deanish. You're just, yeah. You're just giving yourself an excuse for hitting yourself in the shower while crying. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it feels nice. Also, I have a very dear friend who I let punch me in the face when we're moshing at shows and uh sometimes those bruises are genuine you also let people put out cigarettes i'm on trying you. to do that less <laughs> that's, that's, good. that's good that's good that's especially because i was doing it so often for a time that a few of them have turned out to be permanent and i'm a little concerned that a few of these cigarette burns are never going away <laughs> oh my gosh okay so can we get into it pubic hair let's talk about Hold the pubes oh. and the butt hair. One second. And the hair in between the pubes and the Hold butt Hold on hair. one second. Chris is taking us off air. Give it a minute, we'll take a break. Give it a minute, we'll take a break. Give it a minute, we'll take a break. Break, 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 break. This is an intermission song. You gotta give it on. I wanna... Da, 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 da. Oh and now, to the main attraction... To the man attraction. I did it better than the one you weren't recording for. You the asshole. beaver hair. Pubic hair. <laughs> the beaver hair. You just recorded for five minutes without it being on. So. <laughs> That's what we get for taking a bathroom it's break. It's fine. We're finally down to the, the hair, hair down there. The landing strip. The little hearts. Uh, and uh, <laughs> people cutting off parts of their genitals with I'm scissors. I'm so glad I left that out. <laughs> people are just going to assume now. Yeah, people are going to make much worse assumptions now. Um, hey, be careful with things that are sharp near your genitals. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a so genital Don't hair is a there. complicated thing because, uh, at, at least in my personal opinion, regardless of gender, 
there's a point of being too hairless and shiny that's kind of creepy, and uh, there's a point of being too wild and uh, and like a forest. Which even outside of appearances, if both people involved are too hairy, you can get some nasty rash out of that. Ooh. Can you not? Let's talk about some pluses and some 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 pros and cons of having pubic hair. Well, First you... off, okay. Oh, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. I wanted to talk about uh, how the uh, how the origin of shaving yourself bald down there uh, supposedly started. came about. <gasps> Do it. Uh, historically, uh, the practice of removing pubic hair was practiced. Oops, the words. It was practiced in Rome, the Middle East, Japan, China, India, and North Africa. Uh, sex in many of these countries began during prepubescence, before either partner had pubic hair, and so the people were conditioned to find clean-shaven more attractive. That's why the pass is canceled. <gasps> Do you think that, like, continued onward? Yeah, most definitely. It's mm-hmm. a tradition handed like that's down. Like, a, that's, a, that's a carried-on kind of thing, even yeah. though we usually have hair now before we participate But, I mean, if you stuff. think about it, we, we groom hair all over our body. It would be very strange if we had developed into a society that just said, oh, don't touch that hair. Yeah. As much as, really, honestly, that wouldn't surprise me if John Kellogg... Like, one of his many rants was, like, that pubic hair was Jesus' tears, and if you cut it, like, God will be mad at you. Like, that sounds like that would be within his line of reasoning. If you trim your hair around your penis, your penis will lose all virility. But, I mean, I'm sure John Kellogg would support... (laughs) John would be... He would be in support of shaving your hair around your penis if that was the case. I think John Kellogg would actually like people to not shave their dicks. Yeah. For... I had a joke, but I lost it. Because you might pull... For modesty reasons. You might pull your own hair... If you're like playing with yourself, because that was a thing he didn't like, right? Yeah, most Kellogg. definitely. John he Kellogg was the man who to... thought that masturbation was the greatest. Life. He was living in the United States, which were still in an active genocide of the Native American. I... And he looked out onto the, his land and said, "Masturbating, that's what's wrong." Yeah, and made the most bland thing possible. Yeah, but spicy foods encourage you to play with yourself. I think that it might be he wanted people to keep unshaven down there because. Uh, <laughs> No. Is it a joke? Yeah. <laughs> you have to deliver it, Chris. Deliver because, it. Because, <laughs> come on, <laughs> on pubic hair reminds people of Frosted Flakes, so it kind of is an advertising uh, for his product. Oh, you mean Corn Flakes. Oh, no, Frosted Flakes. Frosted Flakes. <laughs> Uh, do they have dandruff down there? Is that what you're getting at? <laughs> like, no, because it gets, it's, frosted, you know, white and... Frosted flakes? White Chris, and there, are, there are very, very few cereals I know that look like pubic hair. <laughs> it's okay, I never wanted to eat frosted flakes again. That's okay, that's fine. Uh, this is the part of the show where I would interrupt by explaining the science of why pubic hair is different than regular hair, but I kind of don't give a shit. And that, I feel you, like most people know if you don't Google it. It's just thicker. It's thicker, it's curly. It's... Well, actually, actually, oh, wait, shit. I do know this. I took a class on this bullshit. You took um, a whole class on pubic hair? Yeah, it, it, uh, no, I took a whole class on uh, our evolution from, from apes. Um, suck it, people who uh, are, are against Darwinism. Uh, yeah, so uh, when we developed out of, like, out of monkeys... Uh, it, it's two separate forms of hair, and that's like that's like old style like animal hair, and our, our head hair is like a new thing. Oh, if I recall, because so, like our hair receded in two directions, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, why is it that animals are mostly 
devoid of hair around their genitalia while they have hair other in other places while we are mostly concentrated hair in our genitalia. It's God giving us modesty. Okay. I think that that's what I learned in that class is that Jesus was giving us <laughs> Same modesty. thing with beards. Monkeys have like clean little lip Lips. areas. I have friends with a few orangutans, and let me tell you something. They got mustaches. <laughs> if you look at an orangutan, they got some hair on their face. <laughs> but I would say mostly. Let's not stereotype monkeys. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> These are all good questions. If you know about the answers to any of the things that we've raised on this episode, you should definitely hey, also, write into it. why do monkeys have such tiny penises? Wait, what's the name of this show? Kinkcast. <laughs> what's a what is a kink? <laughs> <laughs> what is a kink slash fetish? Uh, yeah, I don't have a lot to say about the actual kink slash fetish. Some people prefer Harry because it has a sense of maturity to it. Uh, as we discussed earlier, the book Tropic of Capricorn, I, I think that uh, as immodest as this is to say, uh, a lot of folks may be attracted to hair because it reminds them of being young and being with an older partner. That is the case in Tropic of Cancer. Tropic of Capricorn, it's a 15-year-old boy with a 30-year-old woman, and that's why he's sexually aroused by how hairy she is. Right. Um, well, there's uh, lots of different reasons. Well, I'm sure. That, I mean, obviously not everyone's going to have the same path to yeah. it. You I know can't... there's been a lot of research done recently um, on whether it's a good thing to have body hair or not a good thing to have body hair. Like, should you shave down there? Should you not? Because there's been, like, back and forth trend of, like, people letting it grow and then, you know, shaving it all off. And, like, I know porn kind of um, propagates the idea that everyone should be clean shaven down there, right? Obviously. I know. Because uh, oh, it's easier to see things, right? Yeah, so that that's that's and... the goal. Porn tries to make the women look as young as possible. Right, of course. But here's the thing. One thing that I do know um, is that there were several studies that were done um, on whether it's beneficial to have body hair. And there are two things that I can speak to um, that actually it's a good thing to have some body hair because, one, if you um, don't have any... Um, hair down there at all, you're actually more likely to have places like small nicks in the skin and crevices where STDs can actually take hold. So, um, so like depending on like if you have like genital warts or something else like that, all of that stuff becomes more exposed and it's easier to kind of share some of those things. And I, razor burn and that kind of thing is just yeah. microscopic lesions. Yeah. So I would imagine it facilitates like the transition. Exactly. Of, uh, STDs. It's like using right. an STD as like an aftershave. So, yeah. Dana, what you're saying is that it is preferable to have some bushin for the pushin. There is some bushin for the pushin. Chris, Chris, I want you to imagine Sarah Huckabee Sanders' face when you say these terrible, terrible things. Oh no, that's my nightmare. I want you to look at the face of that beautiful proud <laughs> bearded woman hard working woman with a vagina like a basketball neck and imagine you're saying these terrible things to her face so in terms of well, sexual health I'd be fine with that, actually. in terms of sexual health it may actually be beneficial to retain a little bit of a little bit of hair down there uh, does that mean you need an entire forest no because that's probably actually not great and super healthy to have like an entire like raging forest going on down there where are there. all the critters going to live that's just it. You don't want critters, Chris. That's just it. You want a critter-free, not half like who's supposed half to dress forest. you? Like you're one of those who's people. Who's supposed to dress you in the morning? Keep it a nice trimmed topiary. That's what you want down there. I know this nice... couple that raise uh, raise rescue rats. 
And when they're babies, they let them sleep in the nest of their pubic hair. And it's supposed to be. That's absolutely. Not true. They take little, they take little peanut M and M's, break them up, and put what them is, down what there. What is it called? It's oh, manscaping. It's called a lie. Keep it, oh. keep it landscaped. <laughs> keep it landscaped. Um, uh, and here's the other beneficial. Just trim, trim down there. Here's another thing that's beneficial. It's beneficial to have hair around your butt. You want to know why? You don't want to go. Shit. You don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a sieve. You can get out. You can get out the tasty Christ. parts. <laughs> you don't want to go for the full Brazilian because then that means that they wax all the way up to the butt crack and back. Um, if you do that, then you don't have any butt hair, which means that you have noisy farts. Hair is actually like around your but butthole you actually do... helps dampen the sound of a fart. All you have to do, all you have to do is reach uh, back and pull your butt cheeks apart and there's no <laughs> fart noise. Life I'm pro just, tip. I'm just here to present the facts. That's all I'm saying. Life pro tip. What article do you need to if you need to hide a fart, just pull the cheeks apart. <laughs> Saddens me I had this conversation. Like numerous times. Like five or six times I found myself a passenger in this exact conversation <laughs> about how to like yeah sure dampen the noise all right all right so there are <laughs> certain acts that are performed with a uh, pubic hair uh, sexual acts that are performed with pubic hair really uh, the act of pulling out clusters of pubic hair was used to produce an orgasm in some men the service was offered in Moorish baths by no, women you misread that to produce government secrets from prisoners <laughs> of war who were skilled in this art physicians in France in the 16th century revived this practice as a cure for hysteria for women Oh, so they just oh, basically you go get a bikini wax now, and that's like nope. a cure for hysteria. <laughs> Pulling it out with your fist. Ouch. Oh my gosh! Wait, so the, to reduce hysteria in women, they had the women pull out clumps of hair on. They um, no, they I'm would joking. pull out the clumps of hair on the women and supposedly produce an orgasm. That's well, not how that's done. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> I don't know. Moorish baths were. <laughs> hired women to do this okay i can see that okay i can see this in in a context of like okay you're already going like you're stimulated and like you're about to come like you're about to orgasm and then ripping out hair because i know that pain can like edge somebody but it's over. not ripping out ball hair which would hurt a lot more i, I mean i mean, it's I mean off the pubis thick ass hairs but, yeah. like, I can see that being a thing in the same sense that like choking somebody can produce that kind of an effect well, the choking is cutting off air circulation of the brain. I'm saying I'm pain. I'm Chris, I read I'm books. saying pain. Yeah. A sensation to push someone over. I can see that that would be a thing. But other than that, that does not cause orgasms. <laughs> Apparently you have to go back to the Moors and the 7th, 16th century, not the 1600s, Tommy. You Philistine. What, are you going <laughs> to sleep with Samson and cut his hair off so he can fuck your women? No. Okay. Not today. So he got a, he got like, he, he didn't like, he fucked. Up, I mean, he, he did pretty well. I mean, he got his hair cut off, but at and least they, he got to fuck a bunch of they women. They blinded him so I mean, that he wouldn't be able to tell the difference between ugly women and beautiful women. The Bible's a strange and then They all look the same in the dark, babe. That's why he was blinded. <laughs> you know, and, then, uh, that and then God allowed him to kill himself. They don't all look the same in the dark because you can feel them and you can feel with your hands. But you can't see with your. It's but you okay can feel when it's hands. in a three-way. Can you feel with your eyes? <laughs> uh, there are other languages that use sense as everything. Yeah, that makes sense. Sense means touch, but uh, 
pornography, <laughs> gender roles, well, big old hairy people. There's a ton of stuff. So, uh, like, it's used today in body worship and bondage as a, uh, like, a subservient thing where, like, you make, or the, 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 the dom will make the sub shave themselves as a uh, way of showing subservience to them. Yeah. Uh, like, wearing chastity belts and strap-on dildos requires some maintenance down there because otherwise you'll get hair pinched up in places that you wouldn't want it to be pinched up. The more I hear about BDSM so. rituals, it all sounds like it's just, it's all just, like, church service. Very little sex actually happens. You gotta play. You gotta play in the church before you know how that goes. Yeah, worship. It's just it's like foreplay. Another thing that has been done that is done actually is a lot of people use hair pulling, um, and hair choking. Like people with really long hair. Like oh, people we've left. We've left. People. We've left uh, head hair. We're now exclusively on pubis. I think we're on the whole sex act part now too. I think we are. Well, let's move down to feet. Feet hair? <laughs> no. You don't believe me? There's people who are into feet hair. Oh. Shit. I hit the mic. Uh, there are people who are into foot hair. I have no doubt there are people into foot hair. Well, I'm sure there are. They're probably the same people who are into feet. No. Toe hair? Ooh, toe hair is scary. Can you just imagine, like, going up to a beautiful woman and just, like, putting, like, a long black hair from her big toe between your teeth and flossing with it? Uh, I, I can't. I can't imagine. I don't want to. Uh, oh, you know what's imagine not it's sexy? Sarah Huckabee Sanders. What's yeah. not sexy oh, is when you've just been going down on somebody in the downtown area, and then you end up with like a hair in your mouth, and you're like, <coughs> never bothered me. Never bothered <laughs> me. It's cute. They if get, you're, it's not cute. They I don't have like a little, when they it gets caught up in my teeth, ball. though. If you're attracted to your partner, it's just a little piece of them. It's, no, but like you have to, like I have cute. to, like especially when I'm like kissing somebody and I get like a face hair in my mouth and I'm like, hold on, we gotta stop what we're doing. I gotta fish this out of my mouth and then I can resume. Now, guys, tell you what's guys not deal cute. with that all the time with girls with long hair. I'll tell you what's, That's true. what is not cute is when you go up and you're macking on your honey and then you pull someone else's pubic hair out of her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you're in an open relationship. She goes, oh, that's Kevin's. Uh-oh. <laughs> then you just hand it back and just put it back into her mouth. Then you, you, you go find Kevin and give it back to him. Like, it. hey, dude, sorry. I found this in what's-her-name's-mouth. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that, that would be gross, Tommy. <laughs> I, I agree. Um, I don't think... Uh, you have much more to say from your book. I have nothing more to say. I have some numbers, but I have no products. Uh, so, uh, there's, uh, there have been some lust murders that scalp victims. No, all right, 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 all right. Uh, now ladies, yeah, none of the serial killer bullshit in my other podcasts. But there's, uh, there are instances of, like, so not all he- pubic hair grows the same. True. <laughs> some of it's red. No, some, okay, for the most part, at least in my experience, pubic hair hits a certain length and just doesn't grow much longer. Not always. Sometimes it just grows on and on and on like a catfish. For some people it does, yes. And there have been instances of some women that have pubic hair that can grow down to their knees. Are you serious? Yes. Like a basketball hoop or a swamp tree or Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Do they condition it? It's hair. You have to take care of it. Do you condition your pubic hair, gents? No. You're just supposed to let the soap run down there. I was going to say, you've worked, I just... Unless you've had a really hard work day, in which case, and I this know. is for all young men out Wait, there. Wait, you don't scrub 
Okay. You're supposed to. I feel like you are some... supposed to. Once a week. You're supposed to scrub it. Scrub but it every like... time. Other times you just let the body wash get there. I thought some guys condition no, you... it to make it softer because like men have more wiry pubes than women. The sometimes. shampoo gets there anyways. Okay. Oh. No, you should be you should be washing yourself down there. More than once every a day. Week. More yeah. than once a week. Well, water's getting there. It's not like it's in like a condom and not getting any water is getting to it. Water's running down it and soap You're is running down You're not constantly wearing condoms in the shower? No. I learned that the hard way. <laughs> but you just in your pants, so you have to wear a condom all the time. Thank you, Lonely Island. Or he called a urine sack. I think I saw that from South Park. Urine sack. They have those. Urine? Oh, it's called a <clears throat> catheter. But yes. It's not a condom tied to a limp dick. There is a condom <laughs> no, catheter. Really? Yeah. Yeah, well, I think we looked it up. I'm learning more things every day. Anyway. Condom catheter. Yeah, the, the hair grow down there grows in all kinds of ways. Okay. Up ways and down ways me, and sometimes back into the skin tell me ways. More, that's Chris. really painful. And, and it goes like around, back up around it, up into the butt area, some people. <laughs> some people have really hairy assholes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people have really hairy assholes. I remember having a conversation with one of my girlfriends and she's like, don't y'all hate having to shave your butthole all the time? And I'm like... Don't assume. I don't. <laughs> I don't Not know Not to that's trash like. anyone else's body. Good to know. But there's nothing wrong with a hairy asshole. There's nothing wrong with a shaved asshole. There's nothing wrong with an asshole that doesn't grow hair. Let me tell you something that looks a little bit weird. When you see somebody's asshole that was shaved probably about three weeks ago and it's starting to get stubble and it looks like Sawyer from Lost. It's just a beard hair. Just get it off the table. <laughs> Yeah, it's a beard hair. Do you want me to pull one out just to show you? I believe it. <laughs> For Chris, demonstration purposes. Chris has more things he wants to read from his book. Pubic dressing. Dressing? That's a Tim and Eric sketch. Does that mean that people put, like, glitter, glitter in their pubes? All kinds of stuff, including hair dye, shaving, waxing, body glitter, body paint, glitter, or stickers. See? That's... Have you seen the guys that put little ornaments in their beards? Mm-hmm. I had a I friend wonder, who did one of those shoots. I wonder if they do those in their pubes. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure like, we could find a glitter dick somewhere out there. Oh, yeah. Glitter dick. You're very excited for glitter dick. Are you gay or something, Dana? <laughs> I'm just really into glitter dicks. Uh, and then Dana was like, oh, yeah, glitter dicks. I was like, haha, <gasps> Dana, you gay or something? Glitter dick with, like, little, tiny little disco balls hung in the pubes. Sure. I don't know who you plan on doing that with, or I'm just supposed to I'm imagine just, it. I, I, it's a nice image. I want that to be a, a trend. Okay. I want it to be a trend. Okay, so I have some fantastic numbers. We actually were playing with Google Analytics earlier, and I think that we're going to start invo- involving that. We um, should. Probably next week, because it's a little bit, it'd be hasty if we tried doing it today. Yeah. But in the meantime, I have some fantastic um, Fet numbers Life. from FetLife. Um, guess what? There are a shit ton of people into hair and talking about hair on FetLife. Um, one group that is absolutely astronomically huge the musical. is Hair Pulling. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to guess that that's approximately 6,000. 6,000 people. 2,000. 611,735. Well, apparently. Oh, you're doing the you're doing the other search thing. Yeah. People that are into people that are into hair pulling. Our numbers just got insane. FetLife is some very tame people because that's a very tame activity. No, it's uh, they're okay. into it as well as other stuff. Yeah, it's right. like going through checkboxes. Guess how many people are into facial hair? 
Uh, gosh. Uh, but I guess it's a smaller number because I feel like it's gotta be half. Yeah, but I feel like a lot of people are interested in uh, clean-shaven men for BDSM. I'm gonna guess one hundred and fifty thousand. I'm going to guess four hundred thousand because I saw you shake your head no when it's gotta be half. One hundred fifty. It's eighteen thousand four hundred forty-one. Yes. How was one of them six hundred thousand? Is that just a like a default subreddit? Everyone has to be into it if you're on FetLife. There's also one that's called Hair Bondage. People that are into hair bondage, which is kind of what I described a little bit when I was getting into hair choking and using hair to basically restrain someone. Is that like those hair jackets that people wear to torture themselves as when they're Catholic? Yes. Uh, hair bondage, I'm going to guess this one's closer to 10,000. Chris? 2,000. 12,000. God damn it. I'll take a I win. Hate these new numbers. I'm sorry. Um, guess how many people are into body hair? 2,000. Is that a weed whacker? 7,500. 7,500. 11,816. They are descending, by okay. the way. Um, don't pubic, use a weed whacker on your pubic, pubic hair. hair. Yeah, don't do that either. I kind of feel good. Pubic hair? Uh, 1,000. 8,000. 11,734. Yeah. Um, let's see. Do we have gender analytics on that? Or no. No. Okay. Uh, Not that gender is real or anything. There was one more I wanted to bring to your Oh, Harry Pussy! Harry Pussy. You're a wizard, Harry Pussy. Not Gary Busey, Harry Pussy. Oh, everyone wants to make jokes. Harry Pussy. So people are into Garfield. <laughs> Uh, how many people are into Harry Pussy? Um, gosh, uh, probably one, and it's me. <laughs> uh, gosh, I, I, I... These are people actually seeking out Harry Pussy. 560. 560. 6,000. 3,208 people. Um, then there's also Pussy Shaved Perfectly Smooth and Hairless. Uh, I'm gonna guess that. Get, keep in mind, this is descending, so there are fewer people interested in shaved pussy on FetLife than Me there are Chris people are actually, with hairy pussy. We were talking about that earlier when we had Google Analytics up, and we Googled shaved pussy versus hairy pussy, and hairy at times would be more, but you have to remember, shaved is implicit. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it was that hairy was always more, like way, way more. Yeah. yeah. It, it almost always dwarfed uh, shaved... Hairy pussy almost always dwarfed shaved pussy, and it's because... It is, like, assumed. Yeah, well, it's but I assumed. also think that those trends go in and out. Yeah, but, like, I think that the general consensus is... It's, it's like searching girl pussy versus just pussy. Like, it, yeah. it's, it's going to be implicit. That's it, a it's point. implicit that... And the idea that it's perfectly shaved, yeah, that is kind of a trend. But, like, shaved versus perfectly shaved. Yeah. Eh. I'm still going to guess how people check that box, though. And I'm Did you look at bald pussy? <laughs> no, but I can. Bald eagle pussy. Bald I'm going to guess uh, 1,500. 1,500. Descending. 200. 2,000. Damn it. Yes. So, um, yeah, hairy pussy was 3,208. Uh, perfectly smooth and hairless pussy is 2,000. Interesting. And six. 2006. Good years. Um, let's Damn see. It. Girls with short hair? Oh. Uh, this is descending? At least one. I'm going to guess uh, 1,200. 1,200. Zero, zero. At least one. <laughs> 1,400. 
Man, I'm good at this. That literally. I'm surprised that that's know. not like a more. But it's something category. people have to like search for. Like search for it and say I'm, I'm into women with short hair. I'm curious about the sanctity of this data, but so yeah. Also, there's hairy armpits. Uh, me at the very least. Uh, twelve, fifteen, one hundred, two hundred. <laughs> Are you ready? Nine hundred. Five hundred. Nine hundred. Eleven hundred and forty-eight. Yeah, just keep guessing. One of my guesses won. <laughs> You bet on all the horses, you win. Then there's no, also there's also a lot of people that are into red hair, blonde hair, like things like that as well. Right. Are those smaller categories? Yeah. I feel yeah. like those would be huge categories. <clears throat> well, the like, blonde hair is pretty high. Because I'm just thinking of like porn, and in porn there are like, some of the subcategories are just blonde. Blonde, yeah. Brunette. Yeah, yeah but you got to keep in mind, yeah. if this was a dating website, you would have that, maybe. But this yeah. is a website for fetishes, so I'm going to guess that a lot of the, like... Only the kinky motherfuckers hang out here. <laughs> well, not, not only all the kinky motherfuckers hang out there, but they're, like... If they want someone to, like, do something crazy, like, they have an out-there mm-hmm. fetish, like, they want to be force-fed Kit Kat bars at yeah. gunpoint... Like, they kind of don't care as much about hair color. Like, that's not an essential part of the I want to be force-fed Kit Kat bars at gunpoint <laughs> by a redhead. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I was going to do a take-a-shit thing, but I've kind of been leaning too much on that joke lately. Yeah. So I thought of The Sopranos. <laughs> you still managed to bring up Sonic. I did. Uh, spoiler alert, there's a character who can only come if he has a gun to a woman's head. Oh, is this like Squanchy, Squanchy, Squancher? No, he was just into autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah. Okay. This is The Sopranos. It's a much better show. <laughs> okay. I, I will fight anyone on that. Um, Sarah Chalk is not in it, though. I mean, I just made a... I'm not, like, in love with Sarah Chalk. <laughs> he just made a weird Scrubs reference. I made a weird Scrubs reference, but I'm not, like, a, her stalker or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Keep saying that, Tommy. Well, there's some there's some interesting stats from FetLife, which I always find really interesting. But in terms of, like, hair color, I looked up blonde hair versus red hair, and both were about 862. Makes sense. Uh, 860 yeah. or I stand so. By that. People that specifically came out and said, I'm into this, so... Huh. Uh, in the meantime, Chris is going to look up something on Google Analytics, which is going to become our new best friend. But, uh, yeah, blown. Yeah, that's how you spell that word. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Tom. Do we want to talk about the FDI? Is this even worth registering on I the FDI? I don't think so, because I feel like, in terms of body hair, this is a, a self-expression thing, and I don't think huh. it's really, it's got any danger in it, unless you're using something inappropriate on your skin, like Nair, or, I don't know. I've heard of somebody who had, like, crabs before and used raid on their selves and that caused some pain but that has nothing to do with but the hair. But did they get rid of the crabs? I don't really know. You know Tony Soprano was I think that was actually an urban ones. myth. I think that was an urban tale that was told. You should like, uh, oh. you can get some uh, diatomaceous earth sprinkle that on there. Oh. Your bug spray it. is really bad for you. Yeah don't use yeah. raid on your body parts. Just don't use bug spray. Just leave the house. Just leave it. Oh, cra- crabs on your on your Self. Yeah, but then, then just die. Just, just die. <laughs> no, um, just get the shampoo that gets rid of it. No, who, who are you, Maria Bamford? She did a bit about that on on that guy, man who's been canceled show. I think. It was oh, look Maria at Bamford. that blondes. Blonde uh, is always higher than red hair, which is always higher than brunette. There's mm-hmm. only one point in the last twelve months where they even got close. Wow. Brunette is always the lowest searched on uh, Google Trends. Interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna break this down a little bit more. more. 
Blind porn. Red porn. Yeah, red porn is going to definitely get you. <laughs> I haven't even more. typed anything yet. Fucking <laughs> How many 15-year-olds out there do you think is like, yes, I want to see a redhead girl get fucked. I'm going to type in red hair porn. Uh, Tommy. Do you, you want to put redhead? I don't know much about Ku Klanel. About, about Ku Klanel? What the hell is Ku Klanel? I said, trying to say Google Analytics. You God said Clue Clannel out of Google Analytics, Chris? Oh, brunette porn's the highest searched. <coughs> that's because wow. of your hair. I think that that's an error in your head. Oh, editing. I didn't mean that. And it should be red head. Riveting podcasting at its finest. <laughs> I think the audience loves it when you can hear your... Oh. Interesting. Yeah, now blonde is the highest. Blonde went up by a lot. Brunette and redhead end up tying at the very end. Wow, interesting. Look at that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think that's going to put a cap on today's episode. The only FDI warning is that you should be careful when you're shaving yourself. And yeah. You don't take off a chunk of skin. Yeah, don't use. Yeah, be cautious. Go Can to you, professional. That didn't show up that much. Can you believe that people typing Tommy is an asshole into Google Trends <laughs> or Kuklaklin or whatever it's called? Has like something like a hundred percent less searches per day than blonde porn. That's wild. That's so strange. Fascinating. All right. No, no one's even. Searching. Well, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. If you have some thoughts or if you have some more information for us, you should definitely reach out to us. Um, you can find us at Kinkcast Podcast on Twitter, um, at Kinkcast Podcast on. Um, Fet Life, as well as Kinkcast Podcast on Facebook and Kinkcast Podcast at gmail.com. Um, those are some of the best places to reach out ah, to us. Fuck you, Fortnite porn wins. Oh, yeah, no. the audience at home can see that for sure. That's <laughs> why I point out I searched Fortnite and porn, and porn destroyed Fortnite. You're so cool. Are you wearing your cool guy uh, epic T-shirt? I'm. Uh, I've got my uh, epic bacon guy shirt. I'm doing the. <laughs> I'm doing the floss, the backpack kid dance, okay. the Carlton, and the dab all at once. What's the backpack kid? I, it's the floss. I'm not getting into oh, this. Okay. I'm not getting into this. Well, guys, guess what our topic is for next week. Uh, or should we keep it a secret? I would like it is not, a secret. I would not, it like, is a no, secret? I want it to be, I I want want it to be a secret. I want, I want it to be a to secret because we get more people on our Twitter talking who the oh. hell's talking, Chris? People. Yeah, all of our lesions of fans. What's next week's topic? A secret. Find out by listening. or find it's a secret. A, find some hints by following us on Twitter at Kinkcast Podcast. You can listen to Chris make one riddle. Oh, me too. I can... And neither were riddles. They were just pictures that were hints. Oh, okay. It's just a hairy ass vagina. No, I didn't do hair because you guys said it a hundred and fucking ten I times. I do have a hint. Can I give a hint? Give a hint. Sure. Get excited, nerds. I know what it is, and I'm so excited. We already did superhero porn. No, this is one I actually like. <laughs> this is a really good one. Get excited, nerds. But yeah, follow us at KinkCast Podcast uh, on Twitter uh, for hints about what next week's topic is going to be. And I'll put more effort into it this week instead of last week. <laughs> uh, and then uh, make sure to, uh, if you want to get in contact with us, you can also email us at KinkCastPodcast at gmail.com. The best way to help out the show is to give us a review on iTunes, preferably five stars, but whatever you think we deserve, preferably five stars. The best way that you can help our podcast is by flying to New York City and dropping a bunch of thumbtacks onto Times Square 
and then rolling around in them until you're just covered in thumbtacks and then scream kink cast until blood is coming out of your throat. Harsh. That, I am assuming, would make international news. So, yes, that would probably be the literal best way to help the show is to make international news with the headline of, what the fuck is King Cast? Hey, you know what? And we have stickers. So, if you um, send us a... Nice note. An envelope, a postmarked... Wait, a post... How about they just send envelope. us their address and we send them a sticker? Yeah, make more I sense? can send them a sticker. I have some stickers. I've got stamps. So send me something. Send me your information and I'll mail you a sticker. And Tommy still no, will give people mozzarella. Mozzarella sticks is expired again. <laughs> it's because it's he bought them forever ago. I ate them. Yeah. All right, fantastic. Well, join us next week for a super nerdy, is there way they can nerdy contact geeky. Us? That's it. I went over all of that while you were Googling things. Let me so. give you Chris's... Uh, address and which window to sneak through that's all right my, ha- my room has no windows his yeah, van doesn't right have any windows <laughs> oh come on <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just kidding don't make it creepy <laughs> it, has, okay. it, has, van. it has three windows it has to join us next front week and back for inside. episode 78 78 find out on twitter bye Get tall.